Welcome to the Next Level Selling Podcast, where your host, Michael Paul, teaches you the concepts of high-performance selling and going from good to great in your sales game. Whether you're just getting started or have been pursuing sales greatness for years, this podcast will help you maximize your income while having fun along the way. Are you ready to take this thing to the top? Let's go. Now, here's your host of the Next Level Selling Podcast, Michael Paul. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Michael here with your Next Level Selling Podcast. Hope you're having a great day. You're making lots of sales. You're living life to the fullest and, quite frankly, just crushing it in a wonderful way. You know, look, hope you're making it through the pandemic. Don't let the pandemic be an excuse. You know, there's a lot of opportunity out here right now, and I just think that, you know, you got to take advantage of every opportunity no matter what's going on. We cannot control the world. We cannot control what's going on. Yes, you can vote. But let's face it, at the end of the day, the same political wind blows on us all, all right? And that's a Jim Rohn, you know, little bit of a quote there where he talks about, it doesn't really matter what's going on in the world. You still have to get up every day and make a living. You got to go for it. You can't make excuses. You can't say, well, you know, I don't like who the president is. So what? You know what? You may like the president. You may not like the president. You may like the previous president. You may not. The bottom line is... Last time I checked, I don't care who's sitting in the White House, I have to get up and I have to feed my family. I have to go after it. I have to make a living. And this is still America where, well, well, that's where I'm at. If you're listening around the world, I am pretty proud of the fact that I'm now currently in over 26 countries. But no matter where you're at, I'm currently in America. And the fact of the matter is, if you have opportunity, if you live in the land of the free, if you can go out and start a business, hell, I had a lemonade, sta- a lemonade stand when I was young. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Come on. Uh, how's Jim Rohn say it? Uh, I bought two bikes. I rode one and I rented the other one. Do you get it? Profits are better than wages. Profits are better than wages. You know, the sad thing about a salary Salaries are great if you got a wonderful salary, but you know, I've, I know people that have, God, I don't know, been working 20, 30 years and they get like a very, very small, you know, increase in their pay wage. And after 20 years, they're almost making the same money now that they made 10 years ago. And they might even be making a great living. Let's say, I don't know, they're making a hundred thousand bucks a year. What's sad is they think that's a great amount of money. And I know what you're thinking, Mike, come on. Life isn't all about money. No, I've lived with it and I've lived without it and I'd rather live with it. You can do a lot more with it. You can help more people with it. So I'm just saying for those of you that want to strive for more, for for more income, for achieving bigger and better goals, if you want to be a philanthropist, if you want to help people, you can't do that if you're broke. You can't do it if you're broke. So the topic of today that I wanted to talk about, as you can tell, I I speak pretty much with my hair on fire. Speaking of that, I got to get a haircut today at 12 o'clock, but I, I speak with my hair on fire. I am fired up. If you can't tell that this is real conviction in my voice, you'd be, you'd be wrong. You'd be sadly wrong. I am convicted. I believe in everything I'm saying, because you know what, what I'm saying, I put into action every single day. I actively sell. This is what I do. I make a wonderful living selling. That's why I think it's just the greatest career professional on the planet. But you know, something that I hate to hear is when I'm talking to somebody and, uh, you know, I met a real estate agent the other day and I'm talking to this real estate agent and, uh, you know, he's a real nice guy and he just got his license probably in the last two to three months. 
And I said to him, uh, I said, uh, you know, um, his, his name is Nick. And I said, Nick, you know, what are you doing with uh, this license? And he said, well, you know, Mike, I'm kind of I'm kind of just dipping my toe in the water. I'm just getting started. I think I've already got my first closing coming up, but you know, I'm just going to take it a little slow. And I asked him why, why are you taking it slow? And he, you know, gave me a few reasons why, well, the market's pretty saturated. There's a real estate agent on every corner. Um, You know, the housing market is on fire. Just trying to get listings is extremely difficult. And he gave me all of these reasons as to why he pretty much had resigned himself that he had to start slow. And I simply told him three words and I said, uh, Nick, success loves speed. Speed, ladies and gentlemen. You have to have momentum. You have to get after it. You have to wake up every day, like I said, with your hair on fire, and you have to go for it. There is no other way to do it. Life is going to slap you around. So what if there's a real estate broker on every corner? So what if there's a handful of people that are dominating the market right now, you know, with grabbing the listings? So what, you know, if, if, if a house comes on the market and the thing is sold before it can even, even hit it, that's the, that's the real estate market I'm living in right now. I mean, houses are selling way above their value. What does this have to do with your success? mindset. You need to believe. Not that you're better than anybody else. I never want to preach and come off sounding like that you need to walk out the front door and be like, I'm better than anybody. That's not the point. It's not about being better than anybody. It's about using resources that are available to you that other people won't use. You know, it's about finding action steps that you can take every single day to get yourself in front of more prospects, to get yourself set up for success. You know, I I don't know if I told this story or not, but you know, when I entered the United States Army, I was only 17 years old. My parents had to sign up, you know, a parental consent for me to join the army. I had graduated high school. I graduated early and uh, they had to sign a, a consent waiver. I, I think they were pretty happy to get rid of me, to be honest with you. But, um, you know, that's not true, mom, dad. Come on, I'm kidding. They're still alive, doing well. I'm very happy about that. So um, anyway, they had to sign a parental consent. And I joined the Army at 17 years old. I entered basic training. I did quite well. I did quite well in basic training. And uh, if I say so myself, I was a squad leader. And uh, from basic training, I went straight to airborne school in Fort Benning, Georgia. I was in the infantry, so I went through 13 weeks of what's called one station unit training. So I went through basic, and then I went through infantry school, and then I went to three weeks of jump school down at Fort Benning. And then from there, I was sent straight to Fort Bragg, and I was assigned to the 1st 505th Infantry Battalion in the 82nd Airborne Division. And that was 1981 to 85. Well, as far as I know to this day, and if there's any veterans out there, active duty soldiers may be listening to my voice right now. First of all, God bless you. Please, please know that I am so thankful for anybody that is serving in our armed forces and still standing up, you know, for our country and our rights and our beliefs and our freedoms. But, you know, I did my time. And uh, but anyway, when I was in the 82nd from 81 to 85, I ended up spending 15 years in the army. But when I first went in, I was an E1. I got promoted to a E2. When I was in, uh, that's a private, a private E1, private E2. I was promoted in basic training to an E2. 
I don't even know why I just got promoted. And then when I got to my, uh, to my uh, duty station at Fort Bragg in the 82nd, I was promoted to E3. I had been in the army now for, I don't know, four or five months or something like that. I don't know the exact time frame. So I just knew that, man, I wanted to be a sergeant because sergeants were kicking my ass, man. They were all over me. And I thought, that's the person I want to be. That's the level at a minimum I have to get to, which was an E5, enlisted grade E5. I need to get to E5. So when I started looking into it, you know, some buddies of mine and the platoon sergeant even sat down with me and he said, uh, you know, you know, uh, PFC at the time, my name was Arrington. That's a whole nother story. So my given name was Arrington. And, uh, I took my stepfather's last name, which is Polk. And, uh, because my real father was never around when I was born and all that stuff. And so, you know what, maybe I'll do a podcast on that one day and kind of give you some background. But so anyway, at the time, my name, my last name was Arrington. And so, you know, they'd say, well, uh, you know, private first class Arrington, the fact of the matter is you have to have three years in the army. They call it three years time in service, uh, before you can become an E5, three years time in service. And I actually just, I think I just checked this the other day and someone can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it's still the same. So before you can pin on E5, and there's more to it. You got to go to the E5 board and you have to have so many points and all this kind of mess. But anyway, without getting into all those details, I just want to give you this one point. I pinned on Sergeant Stripes at 18 months in the army from the day I entered. 18 months. Everyone told me, you can't do it. It can't be done. You have to have three years time in service. All I can tell you is, is that, I don't know, maybe I was an ass kisser. That's what some people called me. But the bottom line was I was a strack soldier. I, I, I fell into formation every day with starch and spits on. You know, my uniform is just strack. My boots are strack. My haircut's high and tight. Uh, I'm in, in great physical condition. I knew my job inside out. No one had to teach me my job. I knew it. I knew exactly what I had to do. And, you know, I think people... Uh, should never call themselves leaders, but I think I was kind of a natural born leader, a little bit of, you know, patting myself on the back. But all I'm telling you is I had Sergeant E5 stripes on my collar in 18 months. Why? Well, because my platoon sergeant at the time, his name was Sergeant Carter, still remember him. And uh, my first sergeant, first sergeant, Katie, wonderful man. I would follow that guy into combat anywhere. He used to have this saying, he'd say, I'm hard as Chinese woodpecker lips. That's probably not appropriate, but anyway, that's what he would say, and I loved it. So I just, I just love these guys, man. I just, I thought they were just, you know, to me they were heroes. They were superheroes. They were incredible human beings, great soldiers, and I don't know because I did what I did. They put me in front of the E five board. I got a waiver to be promoted before the three year time and service clause. And the points fell just perfectly, and I pinned on Sergeant E5 stripes in 18 months. You know, shockingly, a lot of my peers that I entered the Army with, you would think they would be congratulatory, telling me how wonderful it is. Man, Mike, you're the man. You're awesome. But nope. I had one friend of mine that did that, but the rest of them? Jealousy. Pissed off, didn't like it, gave me grief, turned their back on me, became haters. I was a very young age, not even 19 years old yet, and I'm basically thinking, I'm sorry, I did just turn 19, as a matter of fact. I was 19 when I pinned on E5. But I was so shocked by the fact these guys would hate me for this. 
And so uh, that was my very early on taste of haters and how people will be jealous of your success. You know what you got to do? You got to move on. You know, ultimately they came around, made amends, most of them. We became friends as they got promoted and life goes on and we moved up the ladder. You know, things changed. But in the beginning, it was pretty rough. So why do I tell you this? Because as I said, success loves speed. Don't listen to the people in whatever field that you're in, that you're selling in, that you're working in. When people say you can't beat these other real estate agents out here, who do you think you are? Who do you think you are to step in here and, oh, you just got your license and you're going to come out here and you're going to crush it? You think you're going to be some top producer? Hell to the yes. Absolutely. That's exactly what you need to say, what you need to think, what you need to believe. It's who you need to be. It's the only way to do it. You can try it slow. You can tiptoe through the tulips. You can take your time all you want. And you know what? Ultimately, you'll be successful, maybe. But a lot of times when people take it slow, they fall by the wayside. They just roll down the wood line and that's how they do it. And that's a good old military crap I'm talking right there too. But the bottom line is success loves speed. Get on it. What do you do? What do you sell? Are you getting up every day and taking a little bit of time for yourself? You know, your brain, the first couple hours of the day is at its best. Your brain is at its most, you know, intelligent peak learning level in the first couple hours of the day after you wake up. Are you getting some self-development in? Are you listening to something like, I don't know this, a podcast? Are you listening to somebody that's giving you a, a shot in the arm, that's really pumping you up, that's really getting you going? Because that's what you need. Why do you think there's coaches out there on football teams and basketball teams and sporting? I mean, why do you think there are such thing as a coach? Everyone needs a coach. I have a coach. Everybody needs a coach. You need somebody that when you are down, when you are mentally distressed, when you've been kicked in the crotch and the teeth and you're bleeding about the head, nose and ears, and you need a little bit of help, hopefully not literally, but when you are just, you've had enough. Remember, discipline your disappointment, have your 3.2 second pity party, find a coach, find that person that believes in you, that can push you forward, that can shoot you back out of that cannon and keep you headed on the trajectory to get to the goal you're trying to achieve. This is not rocket surgery. That's right. Rocket surgery. This is not complicated. You can do this. All right. It's all I teach. It's all I coach. It's all I mentor mindset. You know what? There, I mean, come on, get your brain together. Quit listening to the naysayers once and for all. I hate to tell you, but the people that you think are your closest friends sometimes are the ones that want to hold you down. Sad, but true. Had I listened to my family, my father, God bless him, he meant nothing bad by it. But had I listened to my father years ago, I never would have became a stockbroker. Never. He said, well, you know, we're kind of blue collar workers. We're not really meant for that kind of thing. Those are Harvard graduates that do those kind of jobs. I had a high school diploma and yet I was still hired onto a major brokerage house and I ended up becoming a top rookie of the year and I've got more wood you know, talking about plaques, folks, plaques, come on, keep it together. I've got more wood, 
you know, uh, that, I, I mean, I just, I, I was great. I did awesome at it. What if I'd have listened to my dad and some other people at the time that said, you can't do that. You can't do that. That's not really for you. My dad believed in me. He's the one that's been the source of a lot of my motivation in life, but it just wasn't something that he understood. So make sure you're taking advice from the right people. Okay, don't take advice from the wrong people. Don't take advice from people that have no idea where you're headed, what you're trying to accomplish, what you're trying to do. Do you know what I'm talking about? All right, guys, I'm going to end it right there because I don't like these podcasts to go too long. I know you got things to do. Maybe you're driving to work. Maybe you're, you know, exercising right now, but I want to keep these things 15, you know, minutes on average. And I want you to hopefully get something from this. Do me a favor, please, please leave a review preferably a good one. Leave a review. Tell me what you do, what you sell. Just go on Apple Podcasts, scroll down there, you know, write a review for me or something like that. Make sure somebody else knows about this podcast. If there was one sentence that I said that could have helped you, please spread the news. Please share it. Please put it out there for somebody. Visit my website, michaelpalk.com. If you want to schedule a call with me and we can chat, maybe if there's some way I can help you, I'd be happy to do it. There's no call. There's no cost. I should say for you to call me, you know, set up a time. I have very limited time, but you set a time and I'll be glad to spend 15, 20 minutes with you. And there's no cost. There's no, I don't have a sales pitch. I'm not going to pitch you anything. But if there's something I can do to help you, then I will let you know if I can. And if you want to do it, then great. If not, then we just keep on trucking. All right. You guys with me? I hope you certainly are. And if you are, then I hope you will take this thing to the top and make it a great day. Thanks for listening to the Next Level Selling Podcast. Please be sure to subscribe and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. And check us out online at facebook.com slash next level selling podcast. Are you ready to go to the next level? Michael is currently accepting applications for one-on-one clients looking to earn a lucrative and predictable income in their sales career through his proprietary mindset methods. Book your one-on-one power call today. Go to mynextlevelcall.com, choose a time that works for you, and book your time with Michael. And remember, we'll see you at the top.